Hey, it's a warm, lekker hearty welcome to you, the listener and the viewer out there. My name is Willem Klopper and you tuned into a lekker, exciting and technically orientated episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast. Now, as usual, with me for this uh, Professional Plumber Podcast and these technical orientated episodes and, and discussions is none, none other than Mr. Richard Bailey. Richard, a lekker welcome to you as well. Thanks very much, Willem. Always a pleasure to be here. You know, we we always talk about it, and uh, yeah, it's 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 one of those things we always uh, look forward to. So thanks for having me, Richard. Okay, so today's episode is one of those that's going to take on a slightly different format again um, because it's not going to be a typical question answer question answer session like we usually do. Today we're talking about the dangers of plumbing. And, and before we go into our conversation, I want to tell our listeners and our viewers out there that to, it's, it's not going to be a health and safety discussion. It's more telling you hands-on in the job what can go wrong, what has gone wrong, Richard. You've got quite a few sh- stories to tell and, and uh, experiences to share. But the fact is that um, plumbing is complicated, uh, it's complex, and it entails a lot of knowledge, but it's also sort of something that is physically demanding. There is physical work that needs to be done. And when you work with tools and those kind of things, climb on ladders and those kind of things, there's always what we call dangers or risks associated with that. Um, and that's, Richard, am I correct? That's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, you know, Willem, when, when uh, you know, let's just talk frankly, when when you approached me with this subject, you know, dangers of plumbing, I, I, I thought, well, you know, we can go through the whole formalized routine of saying, make sure your ladder's straight and, and make sure, you know, this is a, we, we, we've done that. And I mean, I think the, I think the way to, I'm just going to talk and I'm just going to talk about personal experiences and uh, that's all I can do. And, and, and really there isn't any replacement for experience. And, um, so you learn by making mistakes and I've made many and uh, I've almost paid very dearly for them. Sometimes it's quite dear, but here I still am, you know, so, but, so I think uh, let's try that, that way, that approach and let's see how that works out. Fantastic. Listen, before we delve into that conversation and do it that way, like you just suggested, um, for our listeners and our viewers, we're going to cross over to a quick ad break. Uh, I urge you and um, uh, actually encourage you to stay tuned uh, for the ad break. Please listen and watch these ads. They are for your interest and for your benefit. Richard and I will be back right after the ads. Good day. How can I help you? Hi. I'm here to log in my COCs, but I seem to be having an issue with my computer. No problem. But did you know that you can log your COCs using an app on your cell phone? Oh, what app is that? It's called the App Plumber. Do you have a smartphone with you? Yes, I do. Oh, well, let me show you how it works. Not only can you access your PRB profile on the App Plumber, but you can also earn CPD points while exploring the plumbing industry in the palm of your hand. Download the app from Google Play Store and join thousands of other happy users. Hey, welcome back. You're still tuned into a lack of technical episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast with myself, Willem Klopper, and Richard Bailey. 
And as I've mentioned in my introduction to this episode, that today we're talking about uh, the risks associated with plumbing work, the physical aspect of plumbing work. And of course, we can refer to it as dangers as well. But Richard, um, in my introduction, I said that plumbing is a complex and an intricate job. Um, and it requires a lot of uh, uh, knowledge, uh, technical knowledge and, and theoretical knowledge. I like how you put it in your own terminology. You use the term, uh, it's, a, it's a knowledge hungry uh, 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 profession. Um, and, 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 but the fact is still that um, there is a, f- there is a physical, physical work aspect to it. There's a physical job part of it that needs, requires physical labor, physical work that needs to be done. And certainly, if, if from everything that I've learned about plumbing over the past few years and in these podcasts that we have, um, certainly there must be uh, for a lack of better terms, dangers or risks associated to the physical aspect of plumbing. Um, is that so? Yeah, yeah, Willem, 100%. I mean, you, 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 you mentioned it, you know. We, we do a lot of theoretically based or theory based uh, discussions here with regards to technical stuff and what is allowed and what's not allowed. But at the end of the day, stuff needs to happen and pipes need to be installed and walls need to be cut and, and bricks need to be laid and and that's the physical part of it so you can you you can dance around it as much as you like if you're going to be a plumber you're going to be doing something physical pretty much every day all day so um so yeah and it and it comes with inherent danger uh, 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 i mentioned to you earlier that um you you the, the best way to the best way to learn is through mistakes and i've made many so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, and 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 that's that's really I think the experience for for having gone through these close calls and not so close calls and 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 injuries and so on is is really something that it it makes you stop and think before you before you carry on. So the the experience from that is is quite quite valuable I think, and um, I've been pretty lucky in my career not to have had permanent or very bad injuries or loss of limbs and that sort of thing. Uh, but um, you know, it it it's part and parcel. It's part and parcel of the of the trade. Eh? You you mentioned that, that one of the best ways to learn is through the hard way. Um, but sometimes learning through the hard way can have a dear price to it. And in some in in some instances, especially when there there are risks and dangers associated to to your specific something that you are doing, um, that dear price that you can pay can either be your health. Or, or alternatively, your life for that matter. I mean, you could lose a limb or a thumb or a, a eye or a, um, you could break a leg or, or eventually, you know, you could lose your life for that matter. Um, that's a dear price to pay if, if you sort of either don't do things in the correct way uh, or if you don't, if you're not, if you're negligent, if you don't, uh, if you don't think about what you're doing, if you don't take your own Health and safety into consideration, and I did mention in my introduction that we're not going to take this from a health and safety perspective. I mean, there are health and safety webinars and health and safety discussions. This is not a health and safety discussion. This is purely to show you, from a plumber's perspective, Richard, from your own perspective, the things that you've encountered during your years in your trade and the physical labor that you've done, the physical work that you've done in plumbing. Can can you tell me quickly, Richard? Let's let's 
break the format of how we usually do these these episodes. Let's talk about experience that you've had and and things that have you you have come across things that you have ex- let's call it examples of things that that actually is dangerous or can have serious risks associated to it you know Willem, it can't be overstated i want to i want to be honest i mean anybody that's a plumber knows what i'm talking about uh, um um when I started plumbing, there were no health and safety checks. Nobody checked up. Nobody cared. Not your foreman, not your journeyman, not your boss, not you, not your colleagues. Nobody cared. And um, people got injured all the time. And it was just one of the things. So, I mean, let's let's take some examples. My eyes. And, and this is not a Richard Bailey pity party villain. <laughs> this is my experience. You know, this is at my eyes. I've had two... Um, penetrations into my left eyeball the the one was a piece of asbestos because the guy was cutting an asbestos pipe about 10 meters away eight to ten meters away I was watching him and a piece of asbestos went straight in uh, the doctor could see the laceration but the asbestos itself can't be picked up on x-ray and it cannot it's not magnetic so they couldn't take it out so that's still in there uh, the second penetration I had in my in the same eye, in left eye, in my iris, uh, was a piece of um, metal. So luckily they could find it in terms of um, the x-ray. They could find it and they could pick it out. So they actually had to, I, I remember that with, they, they gave me some numbing eye drops and they came with a little miniature little spear and I could hear the little picking like this. You know, like when they're picking against and eventually they got it out. So eyes are constantly under threat. You've got grinders where you are cutting. When you're chopping bricks, you've got split uh, uh, fragments of bricks and mortar and stuff going everywhere, everywhere at high velocities. Any building site where you've got work happening, you've got flying and, and, and traveling objects and you just don't know what is is is, is going to happen. It's a... Blink of an eye, excuse the pun. But, and, <laughs> All pun intended. <laughs> and the next thing you know, you, you've, you've got serious problems. And um, I was, as I say, again, it, either one of those injuries could have been um, much worse. It didn't affect my sight. The other thing with eyes, after years and years and years, is sun, wind, and sand. And um, I have, if you've ever, if you've ever, you have met me, and if you've ever spoken to me face to face, you'll see in my right eye, I have a band of red almost that travels across the right my right eye. And that's from squinting in the wind and sand and stuff constantly for 30 years, you know, of, of just stuff hitting my eyes. Um, lungs, you know, dust, fumes. We we chased walls and 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 we chased walls. So the the, the plumbers chased the walls when I and and there's no, we didn't have specialized masks, so you wrap a t-shirt, and the dust you generate when you're chasing a wall with a with a normal grinder. In those days, we didn't have dust extraction and those sort of things. The the dust you generate is it's clouds of it, clouds of it. You can't even see your hand in front of your face if you're in a bathroom. I, I want to say to you, as a as a as a consumer, 
we, we, I as a consumer, we complain about that dust. Né? We complain about the, the filth it creates in our house when a plumber comes to work at, at our premises. But now you can only put yourself into the shoes of the plumber who's actually chasing that wall and grinding away in that brick and mortar and that, and that cement and the dust that they must endure and breathe in. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I think back on what I, I mean, I would never do it now, but I'm 50 something now. So I'd probably die if I did it now. So, but, <laughs> but this is what we did. And I mean, <clears throat> it takes a toll. It takes a toll. Um, your, your, the fumes that you generate when you're welding, for example, when you're uh, soldering, when you're using a blowtorch for, for, for other stuff and burning stuff, <laughs> you generate all kinds of toxic fumes. You breathe it in. You don't even think about it because in three seconds time, you go outside, you cough, you drink some water, you're fine, but you're not fine. So it is, it is, it's a cumulative effect. Um, sunburn. Uh, my daughter will shout at me and she still shouts at me because to me now it's too late. Mm. I've got, you know, I've, I've exposed my skin to all kinds of sun for many, many years. And I mean, she says to me, where's your sunblock? And I never, I never <laughs> use it because it's, it's just, I mean, it's damaged. It? If it's damaged now, it's damaged already. So, so no, no, don't lie, Richard. It's because you're a man and you're tough and you don't want to put cream in your, on your skin, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't think about what the damage that you cause. I mean, skin cancer is no joke. No, it's no joke. Uh, a, a cousin of mine had skin cancer and it's a mel melanoma. It's not a joke. Um, so it is something that's actually, you know, if, I, if I'm honest with myself and honest with you, it is, it is worrying. It is something that I worry about. Uh, but it's, it's one, you know, we cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. I suppose. But, um, so sunburn is a big thing because if you're gonna if you're gonna spend twenty years of your life in this in the elements, it's something to consider, you know. And it is dangerous. Um, <coughs> excuse me, I'm a little bit sick. <coughs> you might have to edit some of this. <laughs> we'll we'll go into an ad break quickly, Richard. Let's do that. Let's take a quick ad break. Uh, give Richard a chance to uh, to quickly. Uh, uh, um, have his, clear his lungs. <laughs> we were just talking about lungs. Richard, we're going to give you a chance to quickly clear your lungs. Uh, for our listeners and our viewers, let's cross over to a quick ad break. Please do stay tuned. Please do listen to those ads. Watch those ads because they are, again, for your interest and your benefit. Richard and I will be back right after the ad break. It's an exciting time to be a professionally registered plumber. The PIRB's leaderboard provides plumbers with the opportunity to be placed onto a ranking system to see how they perform amongst their peers around the country. This ranking system enables both plumbers and consumers to identify top local plumbers and monitor their performance nationally and regionally. Consumers will always look for the best and at the top is where you'd want to be. It is therefore very important to be dedicated to continuously upskilling yourself through continuous professional development activities. The CPD points you accumulate during the CPD program will allow you to be rated on the leaderboard as you grow. The ranking system runs on a three-month rolling average where you can find yourself at the very top by accumulating more points than your peers. Top-ranked plumbers also stand a chance to win prizes through a lucky draw, where winners are announced on the PIRB's Plumbing 101 shows on YouTube. Do not miss out on the opportunity to be highlighted as an elite plumber in South Africa. 
start accumulating points and become one of the best. Get skilled, get rewarded. Welcome back to this technical episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast with myself, Willem Klopper, and Richard Bailey. Today's episode is all about the risks and dangers of the physical aspect and the physical work of plumbing. Yes, we said that plumbing in, uh, entails a lot of uh, technical and theoretical knowledge that you should have. It's a complex uh, profession, but it entails a lot of physical work that needs to be done. You work with your hands, you work with tools, you work with machinery and those kind of things. You work under specific conditions like climbing on ladders and those kind of things. And all of those have risks and let's, let's call it, I, I don't want to use the harsh word dangerous, but it has some dangerous aspects to it. Richard, and just before we uh, went into the ad break, we were discussing a couple of examples, examples of things that can go wrong and that pose risk in the plumbing, you know, the physical aspect of plumbing. You mentioned a few examples of things that happened to you. You had uh, some some uh, uh, pieces of metal shards and asbestos shards that have gone into your eyes. You've got permanent damage in one of your eyes of of not only that, but also the exposure to the, the, the you know, the, uh, the, like wind and, and sand and dust and those kind of things and the sun and those kind of things. We were talking about uh, lungs and we were talking about skin surface burns and those kind of things, sunburn. Um, but I want to ask you if we can continue on that. Let's continue on a couple of things that you can give us examples of what can go wrong, what pose danger and risks, and even more examples of what you've endured, because it's always good to hear from the horse's mouth. I mean, every plumber that listens to this and, and, and that watches the show is going to associate with what you are saying. And we are trying to reiterate the fact that you must take care of yourself um, when you are in the plumbing trade. So, I mean, let's, we can move on to some of the more obvious things. Um, I mean, one, things that you would almost uh, naturally associate with working with your hands. Uh, you mentioned it earlier, working at height. Um, it's a big thing now. You All your uh, occupational health and safety videos, they, they talk about working at heights. As I said, when I was um, younger, there was nobody gave a damn. Um, you, you went up or you didn't go up and if you didn't go up well then you can't do it you know you, you were deemed well you, you're not really worth much so you, you so you go up you're not fit for the job if you can't, can't climb up the height I mean look buddy you want to do it or you don't want to do it I mean it's your choice so if you don't want to do it well <laughs> you know I don't know how, if this trade is cut out for you sort of thing so I mean I've got a serious phobia of heights and uh, the only way to overcome it, and over the years, is just to go and just to do it. So I've I've fallen off roofs. <laughs> I fell I fell off a roof and I uh, didn't I uh, landed well and nothing happened. Then I uh, uh, about eight year eight years ago I fell through a, a roof, right through a, a flat roof, and I broke my wrist and my and my ankle at the same time. I missed I missed the guys. Um, uh, uh, it was inside of a garage, so it was on top of a garage. Went through, uh, truss broke, and um, and I landed about a hundred mil away from an upturned uh, garden rake. So, uh, so again, lucky, you know, it could have could have been much worse. 
um, cuts, uh, Willem, cuts from everyday tool usage. You 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 work with knives, uh, hacksaws. Believe it or not, you know you're in the field. You 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 you're trying to cut something. You see a nice little YouTube video of somebody who have got a pipe in advice and it's got all nice and he's got gloves. It doesn't exist. <laughs> you're in the field. It's- that's that's not how it works in in the real world. That's not you don't take that bench with you and that bench vice grip with you, you when you are on site. site. You know you don't have a bench vice when you're on site. The 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 number of scars I have on this on this knuckle particularly because you hold a pipe and you're cutting with a hacksaw and then you slip and you go right down to bone. It's probably happened about three or four times in my life, and it's the same pretty pretty much the same area. Um, uh, of this, the back knuckle of my left thumb. Um, uh, uh, the pipes themselves, when once you've cut them or, or, or threaded them, they sharp. And when if you're using galvanized piping or whatever the case may be, you put hemp on, you tighten the hemp, you cut your hands quickly, you know, same as copper. So cuts are every, every day. The other thing that uh, uh, I've experienced is a very, very, very bad, uh, laceration from sanitary wear, broken toilet. I fell into a pile of broken, well, into a pile of a, a toilet that had been broken. So you've got a pile of sharp sanitary wear. And we're talking about uh, ceramic uh, um, porcelain yeah, uh, it's, shards. It's as sharp as, yeah, it's as sharp as glass. Yeah, it's, 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 it's razor blade stuff. So, and it went in um, just under my armpit here. And and just missed like May. I don't know how the hell I survived. I really don't. The left elbow from that same fall had a piece in it, which is still in there, which they can't bloody get out, which I haven't bothered getting out. But, and it's just crazy how 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 you go through life and you just don't know how you've survived. Uh, that was probably about an inch and a half deep. It was like a more of a stab than it was a than it was a laceration. Sheet metal. I did lots of sheet metal work when I was an apprentice, and uh, um, that stuff cuts you. So I've got scars all over my hands from from very deep sheet metal uh, cuts. One in particular, I remember. It was I was it was on top of a roof. Anyway, I was doing a, a, a box gutter, and I slipped and it sliced me right down to the bone. And uh, that was I think uh, right early in my apprenticeship. So cuts are a big thing. Um, burns. You can imagine we'd, we're working with with all kinds of hot stuff. When you solder, uh, you, the, you're soldering capillary fittings, if you, especially if you're doing it above you with no uh, eye protection. Uh, flux spatters. It gets in your eye. It burns you. Solder, molten solder drips off. It doesn't burn for long, but it's a nasty little bite. <clears throat> and especially where it, where it lands, you know, depends where it lands. Rope burns. You know, we used to lift geezers up and drop geezers down from roofs with ropes, two of us. And sometimes the rope isn't so lekker. And your partner gets cold feet and uh, let's go. And um, you, there's, you've, got what, you've got two choices. You let go and damage, yes. and then it costs you thousands of rand, or you hold on. Yeah. And uh, if you hold on, you've got... Proper, proper rope burns more than once, more than once in my life. And it's, yeah, and, it's, it's and one and of those and things. And I mean, if, if, if Chris could see a, if 
Pansia could hear me now talking about the way we work, he would be, <laughs> he'd be inside himself. But, you know, this is what happened. Yeah. You know, the fact is, just to get back too quickly to that, to that rope burn, Richard, the, the, the fact is, you know, it, it hurts for that moment. It burns your hands for that moment. But now the fact is that you've got to leave that site, go to the next site and work, continue your day and perhaps also the rest of your week with those rope burns on your hands. You know, and, and, and it's things like that that people don't consider. You can th- say, you know, I, for that moment, I wasn't wearing the correct protective gear, the hands, the gloves and whatever the fa- fact is. Um, you know what? I wasn't thinking of it. But think of the impact that it has on the rest of your day. Yeah, it does. Uh, and, and I mean, you, it's, it's just one of those things, you know, you, you, have, this, you have this in-house banter where, when, you, when you're working. And I mean, you, if your mate has is, is injured himself, you know, you rip him off and then you injure yourself and there's blood everywhere and then he rips you off, you know. So it's, it's just one of those things you get over. And um, uh, water, Willem, I mean, we, we work with hot water cylinders, but we also work with solar cylinders. Yes. And um, that, that stuff gets hot. And especially if it's not set up properly and there aren't the correct valves. And so we've spoken about it before, but there is potential to get proper, proper third degree burns from, from, from water. I haven't had any in my career. Uh, pretty close, but not yet. Um, thank goodness. But I've seen guys that have had. So that's, that's, that's the thing. I mean, then we talk about power tools and hand tools. You know, power tools, it's, it's obvious. The, the kind of injuries that are going to occur from power tools, drills, you know, drill bit penetrations, whether it's deep or shallow, um, just slips um, and, and lacerations and, and skin smears, um, grinders. I haven't had a serious uh, grinder accident myself, but I've been witness to two. Uh, my apprentice uh, uh, was grinding. He was, he was chasing a wall uh, above his head or just about the same level and something slipped and it caught his forearm and it cut him about 250 millimeters diagonally down his forearm and um, and it, it didn't nick veins. I don't know how, but it just opened up like that and you just saw this vein like right there on the surface, it must have depressed the vein, not cut it, but he had this 200 mil long cut. And, and the other guy was an electrician that I was working with on a site. Uh, somehow he was on a ladder cutting. Something slipped, it dropped, it swung, it's, and it cut off his Achilles tendon, clean off mm-hmm. the grinder. So it cut his Achilles tendon clean off. And um, so those are just, you know, it's, 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 Again, blink of an eye, and you don't know. You don't know what happens. Richard, uh, I want to. I want to continue about the, the 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 power tool specifically, and I know that there are a couple of other examples that you want to that you want to mention. We we have to go into a quick ad break. Um, let's do a quick ad break, and when we come back, we're going to close off the episode with just a few more examples. Um, we're gonna we're gonna run through the rest of the power tools that, and the examples thereof. But for our listeners and our viewers, do stay tuned. Again, listen and and listen to and watch these advertisements. They are for your benefit and your interest. Richard and I will be back right after this. My bro, this CPT of this is a complete waste of my time. 
I know this thing very well. It's in my blood. I pride myself in this. I don't need help from a bunch of paper pushers, paper pushers. while I'm doing the real work. Are you someone who thinks it can never happen to me? Are you someone who does not consider the long-term effects of not being willing to learn more? CPD is not in place as a burden to the plumber, but rather as a mechanism to ensure that you remain up-to-date and current with new material, products, standards, and of course, ways of doing installation. In addition, the CPD Rewards Program's intent is to ensure that you receive great rewards while in pursuit of becoming a better version of you for the benefit of yourself and that of your customers. So here's how it works. Depending on your level of tiers, whether you are blue, bronze, silver, gold or diamond, you stand a chance in being rewarded with discounts on COCs, Proud Plumber t-shirts, your annual renewal and of course various other prizes. Welcome back to this technical episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast with myself, Willem Klopper, and Richard Bailey. And in this episode, we're talking about the risks and the, dan the dangers associated with the physical labor, the physical aspect of plumbing work itself. Before our ad, we were discussing quite a few examples of uh, those risks and dangers. Uh, Richard was, you know, telling us examples of uh, what can go wrong and what he's witnessed going wrong and what he's experienced himself going wrong. Richard, we, we were still talking about power tools. Um, you were talking about the, the 200 and 250 millimeter laceration that one person uh, had endured or suffered um, from a grinder. You also spoke about the Achilles tendon that was cut off right off uh, on the other occasion that you witnessed a grinder incident. Uh, but I want to quickly continue uh, with the power tools before we move on to the, the next couple of examples that you have for us. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's too numerous to mention, but, but, but grinders are something you use often, drills are something you use often. There's a plethora of other power tools that we, that we use uh, as well, which are, all have inherent dangers. The other thing which happens quite often is uh, a drill twist. And uh, if you've ever drilled uh, into concrete to try and create large diameter holes, not so much small diameter, but bigger diameter, and uh, especially if you're not standing, pro and the drill will bind and twist, and yeah. it can properly, properly hurt you. Because number one, it can hurt your wrists, which happens, which has happened to me a number of times. Number two, it puts you off whatever you're standing on. If it's a ladder, you're off. If it's a scaffold, you better hold on, etc. So it'll put you off, and because that and modern modern drills will probably have a clutch mechanism, but those big old Makita manual uh, uh, <laughs> drills that we used, <laughs> those didn't have any. So anyway, drill twists are a thing. And we don't call them power tools for no good reason. Hey, they, they've, got a, they've got a heck of load of power. So when that gets stuck and it, and it twists and turns, it takes you with it. Yeah. Uh, jackhammers. Jackhammers, uh, you know, it, 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 you, you talk about hearing damage, you know. 
Uh, I've got tinnitus. I've had tinnitus for 15 years because of bloody power tools, you know. So it's 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 crazy. The, you know, ear protection and eye protection. But then, Willemone, let's 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 talk about hand tools. Um, hand tools are what you would probably use nine eighty percent of the day if you're a plumber. Uh, tools in your hands without power. So sh- sh- spanners and screwdrivers. Yeah, um, all all the all the hand manipulated tools that haven't got power associated with them. Hammers. You know, I know that these days it's different, but I spent. 20 years of my career, 25 years of my career, chopping holes in walls with a hammer and chisel. I've broken my left knuckle twice. Um, and it, 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 because you, you, you slip and you miss and you hit your, your, your hand gets squashed between the wall and the hammer. So it depends where you hit, how you hit and, um, how tired you are. <laughs> because if you're tired, you miss. So, you know, it's muscle memory. So broken hands. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, the the lacerations and skin smears you get from hammer and chisel uh, are, are, are are dime a dozen. It just happens all the time. It's not even worth mentioning. So you talk about crushing and pinching injuries, um, big crushing injuries like hand crushing, dropping stuff on your hands, but pinching injuries from from pliers and uh, smaller stuff, pinching like your finger tip. Between something, you lose nails. Um, blood blisters are a part of part and parcel, but they but they're a hindrance. You know, it's a it's a it's not so like working with a very painful fingertip for for three days. But and but and this is the sort of thing that just happens, as I say, all the time. It is not. You can't be a plumber and expect not to have these type of injuries on a regular basis. Hacksaws we've spoken about. They they cut you nastily because it's not a clean cut it's yeah. a it's a it's a rip it's a it's a because it's that's got teeth and those teeth are invariably dirty so whatever whenever you cut yourself with a hacksaw if your immune system's not so lacquer it'll get infected and you're going to have to open it up again so so hacksaw cuts are not so lacquer <laughs> <laughs> and uh so you're troweling brick brick trowels when you when we did a lot of building and plastering in that and when you when you're chopping bricks you need to shape the brick but you do it with a trowel you you break it with a trowel and you miss you know and you and you you just nick your finger i'm very lucky i haven't ever taken a tip off um but uh, but uh, i know i know guys that have if you miss by far half an inch your tip is gone and uh, so it is what it you know it happens <laughs> Lastly, uh, Willem, what I want to just talk about, and this is something which is actually very close to my heart because I broke my back when I was 16 mm. and uh, I, and, I and, and then I became a plumber. And of course, being a plumber, you lift every day, all day, geezers, bags of cement, sandbags. Heavy toolboxes. And, and, and so I did my back no favors. So lifting... Lifting uh, heavy stuff uh, is is something that everybody's going to warn you against, and you use your legs and this and that. In real life situ- situations, sometimes you just it just you either lift this now or th- there's consequences, you know, or you you it's going to get dropped, or you or or, or or you don't get the job finished, or whatever. Exactly, you got to lift it, and it's it it hurts, it hurts, uh, and I've been I've been down with back. 
um, in, incapacitated, incapacitated for weeks on end because of my back. And it, it's a terribly, terribly painful thing. And um, so that, that's that's a big, big thing is lifting stuff, holding it incorrectly, trying to be brave, trying to be smart. And I was always one of those guys that um, I always had to outwork everybody. I, I just because I, I never spoke very much, but I, I just worked harder than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And that meant lifting high, heavier stuff, chopping bigger holes and just continuously doing it. And that's that's just my makeup. So I injured myself all the bloody time. And uh, my back, I eventually, after years and years and years, learned to not do it. So I haven't had I haven't had bad back injuries for about eight eight years now. So touch wood. And and that's pretty much it, Willem. Uh, you know, we can carry on. Uh, the 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 other um, obvious. Uh, hazard would be on an, an, an electrical hazard. Yes. You know, especially if you're working with uh, geezers and you um, often are forced to put your hands on the electrics. We, we've we've known of, um, uh, not personally, and I don't know anybody personally, but we've known of some deaths that has occurred when plumbers are working on geezers, electrical electrocution deaths. Yeah, I think there was about... A number of times. I mean, we've all been shocked. We've all been... Had, had shocks but a shock can kill you it's yes. just it's just you know is it your time or isn't it so any one of the shocks that you've had or i've had could have probably killed us you know and we're just lucky so again you know it's it's inherent and just you just got to keep your wits about you yeah. you just got to be you just got to be vigilant and and be aware of what you're doing and what you where you are and 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 what you're about where are your eyes you know these things are valuable Trust me, I know. And your lungs, your uh, your, your hands, these things, you've got to just look after them, man. Eh? You know, Richard, you see me smiling and, and, and you, you heard me chuckle a couple of times when you were giving these examples um, of how you got injured and, and the stupid, silly ways in which you got injured. And it's like that, you know, we, we, we find some sense of humor in it. Um, it's almost as if our guys and, and the plumbers get together and say, Hey, you know what? We've all been to site, which is actually like a battlefield. So come on, let's share our stories and our experiences of how we got injured. And, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's compare our scars, you know, like uh, check this scar here and check that scar there, man. And yeah, I'm so tough. And I, I survived it, you know, like, yeah, man, been through battle and we sit and we have a good laugh about it. <laughs> and as humorous as that may seem and be, it is actually very serious because if we come to think of it, if we, we come to that conclusion that, you know, if you get injured or you fall ill in your, in your occupation, in your trade, um, it can have a detrimental impact on your business. How? Because, you know, think plumbers. For plumbers specifically, no work, no pay. Now, if you're injured, if you've injured your back and you can't work, if you've injured, broken an arm or cut yourself too deep and, you know, your eyes, you go blind or something like that, how are you, how, how you going to do plumbing if you're blind? You know, you have to fix things, you have to apply things. 
we, we don't think of it in that way. We think of how tough we are. Hey, man, you know what? I, I'm strong enough to live that thing, you know, so I'm just going to do it. Or, you know, I can survive a little cut from a, a hacksaw, you know, on my, on my knuckles or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I'm strong. I'm tough. Yeah. But, but we don't think of the effect that that will have on our businesses. Um, remember, it's also a matter of fact that if you don't keep yourself safe and you can't work and run your business and manage your business, remember you've got employees. You've got people whose salaries depend on your business and the survival of your business. Yeah, for sure. 100%. No, it, uh, you know, the, 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 the stories I'm telling you now are, are back in the silly days. Uh, and, and it's not right. It's not right. Uh, it's, it's not the correct way of doing things. As I said earlier, you know, I just wanted to relay some experiences, some personal experiences. This is this this is stuff that can happen. It does. It still does happen. You know, if you go to a, a a regular site now, I'm not talking about a big construction site where it's very well controlled, safety and health wise. If you just go to a regular house renovation now, the the safe the health and safety is not it's not there. So we, you know, the, the 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 guys that are doing renovations and doing showers and this and that, we're still doing it like the like the old school. You know, you Absolutely. you still expose yourself to all kinds of stuff. I mean, um, go go and go into a bathroom and come out injury free. I'll give you a million bucks right now if you come out injury free or if you have if you go into a bathroom, you will injure yourself. Yeah. And and it can be nasty injuries. You know, so <laughs> so and, yeah. But just look after yourselves, guys. Richard, again, as always, I thank you for your time and your effort. Um, thank you for for sharing your experiences and, and things that have happened to you. I mean, <laughs> it's always good to hear from the horse's mouth, directly from the horse's mouth. I mean, plumbers that are listening now and watching this show, they can relate to what you're saying because they, they're there. They've been there. They've, they've had those bruises, those breaks. They've had those... Uh, archives, they've had the injured backs, they've had the cuts on their knuckles. They can relate to what you're saying because we're hearing it directly from the horse's mouth. So again, to you, Richard, thanks, Stack, for your time and your effort. Only a pleasure, Willem, as always. Now to our listeners and our viewers, that concludes this show. We have run out of time. It's a, definitely a topic that Richard and I will address again in a follow-up episode, maybe bringing somebody so, to, to chat about um, health and safety, occupational health and safety, specifically in the, in the plumber trade. Um, it draws a conclusion between, or it, it comes to an end of the conversation between Richard and myself, but to you, the listeners and the viewers, the show is not over for you yet, because right after this, we're bringing you some industry announcements. From Richard and I, Goodbye, take care, we'll see you at the next time. The BIRB's National Roadshow is going to the Western Cape in September. Join us on the 13th of September at CTM in Worcester. On the 14th of September, we'll be at Build It in Cape Town. See you there. Don't miss out on the Gauteng Plumbers Evening and Mini Expo tomorrow, the 7th of September. The event takes place at the Department of Development and Infrastructure in Tulisa Park, Johannesburg from 6 to 8 p.m. It promises to be an interesting and exciting event. Stand a chance to win a toolbox or spa vouchers when you play the PRB's CPD Rewards Scratch and Win games on the App Plumber mobile application. 
each user gets two opportunities per day to play the PIRB CPD Rewards games. The higher the level of CPD tier you maintain, the grander the prize you stand a chance to win. Download the App Plumber today and play Scratch and Win. And lastly, don't forget to send all your plumbing or industry-related questions via email to communications at pirb.co.za or via the PRB's WhatsApp to 079-833-6930. We'd love to answer your questions on our show called On the Couch.